Welcome to the Dale Sabor A Tu Salute podcast by Tadine. I am your host, Chef Carla Contreras. Join me as we steep in the world of Tadine with tea-inspired recipes, steeping tips, and interviews with fellow creatives, foodies, and entrepreneurs from our community. You can find Tadine at Tadine Teas on Instagram and more information in today's show notes. Maria Laura, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. For those that haven't listened to episode one, can you tell us who you are and how you serve the Tadine community? Hi, Carla. Thank you for having me back. I'm the Quality Control Quality Assurance Manager here at Tadine, and I also receive product development. Amazing. Can you tell us what was last in your tasa? Tell us the last Tadine tea that you drank. So this is so funny. This is a Tadine golden milk, what I call it, Tadine golden milk. So I usually use a turmeric chai that we have in our organic Tadine line. So I put a splash of milk with a bit of honey, and then I use any good fat that I have available, either coconut oil or ghee. I put a big fat spoon of it inside. So that's really good, especially for, you know, to when it's super cold outside, it kind of like warms you up. Oh, that sounds delicious. I have to try that. So I'm going to ask you about the farm to cup process. We talked about this a little bit in episode one, but I would really love to deep dive with you of what it means to be farm to cup and what is your relationship with the farmers who are your partners in order to grow the herbs and flowers that end up in our mug. Yeah, the farm to cob is almost the same version as the farm to table type of idea. We wanted to make sure the quality of herbs did not get affected from the actual growing side to the actual tea bag. We wanted to make sure that we bring fresh herbs to our consumers. We wanted to make sure that we have fresh herbs for everybody available. And you actually go to the farm, like you are involved in supporting the farmers to actually grow your bringing in scientists, you're bringing in specialists in order to help and support them to grow the best herbs and flowers possible. Yeah, definitely. Like I would say like the majority of our herbs, over 80% of our herbs are coming from Mexico. So for us, it's very important to cultivate that relationship between our team and the farmers. We want to make sure that we visit the farms, that we see the herbs that we actually grow. And also with that, you know, supporting what they're doing on the farm and how can we support the idea of, of having a best environment possible. Last year, we kicked off a sustainability program that we're very proud of. So we wanted to make sure that we're supporting the farms with what they need. Because even though they're they're been producing with you know for many many years, they're seeing environmental stressors that they they were not seeing before. We want to make sure that they know what they're seeing and how to approach it. We have worked with several engineers and scientists on Puebla, which is the part that we always visit, and we want to make sure that they're focusing on the specific region and what the stressors they're seeing and how to mitigate those stressors how the CO2 activity, you know, levels work, how to rotate crops. So we talked about human stressors. What we've seen in Mexico is like, since the population is growing so much, we're seeing a lot of contractions that is affecting the wildlife. So we want to make sure that they know what they're seeing and how to improve the life of the crops. 
And you also help them and support them with the rain cycle as well, right? Yeah, we wanted to make sure that they know why we're getting these delays on rain, you know, because especially the chamomile crops, which is the best seller that we have, we, we consume a lot of chamomile. They don't irrigate if it's sanitated. They, they use the rain. So if the rain gets delayed, that means that the crop could potentially be harmed or they wouldn't get the amount of products and they harvest as much as they, you know, they would if they get the correct rain. So we kind of like guide them what the best approach is and, you know, what to do in case of. So those are the type of details that we take a look in our workshop. Together with that, we also do a reforestation program with their team and our team. We come by together and we make sure that we find a proper region that in its reforestation and then we buy the plants for some of the farmers and, you know, we provide it to these other places that are low on tree population. And can you tell me about this process? So if we were to talk about chamomile or chamomile, however you would like to pronounce that, they're going from basically growing the plant, they are picking it, they're drying it, it's coming to you, and then there's like a seeding process. Can you tell me about the specifics of this? So basically, it all starts when they collect their seeds. Obviously, they have a certain amount of herbs that they they collect for sales, and they they also save a portion of those crops to grow on the next rotation. So they collect the seeds to save it for the next process. So when the season comes, they plant, they rotate the soil, they plant, they make sure that they get proper water irrigation. And they also make sure that it doesn't have any weeds or any greenery around it. They, they make sure that it, it is maintained clean. Um, that's how they, they grow the way to harvest season. And then with the right amount of water, they, they're able to harvest, dehydrate, or, you know, there's a drying process to it. And then they, depending if, you know, if they were to sell it in whole or they were to sell it in a TVC cut, Depending how they want it, they will process it, making sure that they're clean for farm matters and they pack it and they ship it to us. Amazing. And you mentioned that about 80% of the product comes from Mexico. Can you tell us where other ingredients come from that go into the teas? Yeah, definitely. We carry a lot of this different herbs from different countries of origins. We are currently getting a lot of our rose tips and all of our boldo from Chile. We're getting our peels, like the orange peel, lemon peel from Spain. We are getting our hibiscus from South Africa. A lot of our spices are coming from India. So a bit of our green tea comes from China. So we have a lot of countries of origins and, you know, we, we have a close relationship with our suppliers. So we wanted to make sure that we get the best quality of the herbs that we're buying. Amazing. Can you tell me one thing that you would like to be in tea drinkers to know about the tea creation process? What we try to do when we create is like we make sure that we don't do a lot of processing of the plant. We want to make sure that we only cut it to the particle size that we need and we blend it. That's pretty much what the only thing that we do in-house, blending and milling. So the process is occurring depending on the, on the flavor profile that we want to achieve. We come together with the main ingredients that we want. We wanted to make sure that we have a robust 
blend. What that implies that you have a body of a blend. We have middle notes and and notes. Uh, we wanted to make sure that it tastes good. I always said, like, no matter how good of an herbal product you make, if it doesn't taste good, people will not consume it. And that's one of the things that you focus in on is having something that's really delicious for people to drink. Yeah, definitely. You know, although there are some plants that we have available for to the public that they don't taste the best, we wanted to make sure our blends, they're tasted, they're good for every single palate. We wanted to make sure that they're balanced and they are flavors that our customers are familiar with. So that's why we, we try to bring a lot of herbs from Central America. You know, the chamomile flavor profile from Central America is, is a bit distant from other chamomiles. And, you know, the lemongrass is the same, even bringing our ginger from, from Mexico, so which it, it tastes really good. And so we wanted to make sure that our herbs has a distinctive flavor profile from the region, pretty much. That's beautiful. Maria Lara, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I can't wait to have you on another episode. Thank you, Carla. Thank you for having me back. Gracias. Thank you so much for steeping in the world of Tadeen. I am your host, Chef Carla Contreras. You can find Tadeen at Tadeen Teas on Instagram and more information, including a discount code in the show notes. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a review. Adios. Adios.